Hey guys, Willie Mayette, creator of Jazz Edge. I want to welcome you to episode 26 of the Confident Improviser podcast. Today we are going to be talking about three note rootless chords and I'm going to show you why these chords are more versatile and they are easier to play. As a reminder, this podcast goes along with the Confident Improviser program. You can find that at jazzedge.com and there is also a video replay and sheet music that members can download. All right, so three note rootless chords. Um, the three note rootless chord is built up of your guide tones and one tension. So if you're watching the video, you'll see here uh, in front of me, I have my C major seventh, my C minor seventh, and my C dominant seventh chords in front of me, all right? These are my three main types of uh, chord qualities that you're going to find most often in songs. Okay, so. For a C major seventh chord, first of all, I'm not playing any root here. I'm playing this with my left hand. I'm playing E with my pinky, B with my second finger, and then I come up and with my thumb, I play the ninth, which is D. That is also the second note of the chord. We call it our ninth though, because it is not replacing a chord tone. It is being added as a tension. If I cross over and play a C here with my right hand, crossing over just so you could hear it, all right? Now you see and hear that C major seventh chord sound with the three note voicing. Now we've talked about four note voicings before. That's this, I would add in my fifth in there, right? The three note voicing takes that fifth out. And like I said, it makes it a little bit easier to play, but it also makes it a little bit more versatile. And you're gonna see that especially on the dominant seventh chord, which I will show you in just a little bit. All right, so C major seventh, you have the, your third, your seventh, and your ninth. That is E, B, and D for a C major seventh chord. Now, to move to a C minor seventh, it's pretty simple. Just flat that third and flat the seventh and keep the ninth exactly as it is. So we have E flat with the pinky, B flat with the second finger, and D with the thumb. E flat, B flat, and D. Play it along with the root, that's what it sounds like. And then finally we have our C dominant seventh chord. This is a natural third, E, a flat seven of B flat, and your thumb on D. Again, the ninth. So you see we have the ninth on each of these three chords. Super important to recognize that, that the ninth works perfectly over your major, minor, and dominant seventh chord qualities. All right, so here, C7, your E, your B flat, and your D. Now what I've done is I've created a, just a very simple iReal Pro track in which you're going through each one of these chord qualities for two measures a piece. Let's just go ahead and play along with, just so you can hear what this sounds like. Here we go. So C major seven, right? Remember E, B and D. Now the C minor seven. This is E flat, B flat, D. And then C seven. that back on. So, do it one more time. Here we go. C major 7, the C minor, then the C7.
Okay, so I said that it's a more versatile chord. Let's talk about why. Well, let's say that I want to change this to maybe a funk style, okay? And now, let me go ahead and play. I'm gonna play, the, I'm gonna play all three of the chords, the C major seventh, the minor seventh, and I'm also gonna play the dominant seventh, but this time I'm gonna play them as four note chords, right? Take a listen to it. Here's your minor. Now listen to dominant. Now let's listen, let's, let me just focus in on the dominant chord here for a minute. Let's just loop that and take a listen to this. I'm gonna slow it down as well. Now, here I have the 13th in there, which is my A. And you'll hear that it adds a lot of tension. Now, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna move to my three note voicing and listen to what that sounds like. how that opens up this sound? Here's the four note again. Hear how it kind of muddies it? Four note. Here comes three note. So the three note voicing opens up that sound in the left hand and makes it so that it's not as muddy of a sound. That's not to say that you're not going to use four note voicings. No, they sound great, but when we're switching styles, sometimes it sounds nice to take out some of that tension. Now, here's another important thing. Let's say that I change to a different sound. I do, I use like an electric piano sound here. Now, listen with the four note voicing. how muddy that is? Now listen to the three note voice. Again with four note. Three note. Now what happens if I switch to maybe even like a rock style? Alright. Great, right? Now if I go to a four note, right? Probably sounds a little bit too jazzy. So these three note voicings are great voicings to have underneath your fingertips because it allows your playing to sound more sophisticated, right? If I just want, if I'm playing rock and I'm playing just a regular C7 chord, C, E, G, and B flat, well listen to that. It kind of sounds a little bit boring and flat, right? Now the three note voicing. Whereas, that's your block chord down there. Three note voicing. voicing really elevates the sound of your accompaniment and makes it so that, you know, like I said, it sounds more sophisticated. Okay, so again, just to review, C major 7th, E, B, and D, C minor 7th, E flat, B flat, and D, and C dominant 7th, E, B flat, and D. Remember, the 3rd and the 7th of the chord are your guide tones. So we have E and B for a major 7th, 
E flat and B flat, flat three and flat seven for your minor seventh, and an E and B flat, natural three, flat seven for your dominant seventh chord. All right, so now let's say that we want to alter some of our tensions, especially on the dominant chord. On the major and the minor, you don't want to alter the ninth. The ninth is going to stay exactly as it is, so just keep that right as D. But on the dominant chord, we can add in either a flat nine or a sharp nine. So you see, I could change this D up top to a D flat and have like a flat nine sound, or I could change it to a D sharp and have a sharp nine sound. Let's go back to our iReal Pro Track and loop that C7 um, uh, section, and I'm going to put the funk on, and now take a listen to this, uh, how cool this sounds with that sharp nine sound. C7 sharp nine. Real funky sounding chord. Flat nine. Here we go. Cool sound as well with the D flat. Back to the sharp nine. minor pentatonic scale to improvise over in the right hand. Get a real sweet sound there with that sharp nine. So let's review these chords. Again, the regular C7 chord, the three note voicing was E, B flat, and D. That's your third, your seventh, and your ninth. Now we're going to change the nine to a flat nine, so we're going to change the D, and we're going to make it a D flat. So now we have E, B flat, and D flat. That's your third, your flat seventh, and your flat nine for C7. And then we change that D flat to a D sharp, and now we have E, B flat, and D sharp. That's your sharp nine chord. That's a C7 sharp nine. All right, so to practice this, especially if you're listening to this in a car or away from a piano, that's fantastic. I, I, I really encourage you to do that. So now try going through some other chords. Now, all of these voicings right now have had the third as your bottom note, okay? And then the reason that we're doing this right now is this also links up with the TCI inspiration lesson for number 23. So TCI exercise 23, the inspiration lesson, goes through these three note rootless chord voicings for your dominant seventh starting on the third. So I definitely suggest taking a look at that, right? So anyway, uh, what you could do is Pick a different root. All right, so let's say F. All right, well, what's the third of F? It's A. So I put my pinky on A, I have my second finger on E, which is my major seventh, and then the D is gonna be what? G. There's my F major seventh chord. F minor seventh is gonna be A flat, E flat, and G. F dominant seventh is gonna be A, E flat, and G. So what you want to be able to do is you want to be able to visualize that keyboard and be able to spell out these three note chord voicings no matter where you are. This is a great way of really getting these chord voicings down in your brain, right? Now, when you get to the piano, that's when you do all the kinesthetic practice. But all of the brain work, the theory work, you could do away from the piano, and it's much, much more powerful to do it away from the piano. Let's do another one. How about B flat? All right, the third is D. So you have D. A and C, right? D, A, and C. That's B flat major seventh. 
Now what about B flat minor seventh? It'd be D flat, A flat, and C. There's B flat minor seventh. And finally B flat seventh, D, A flat, C. And if we wanted to, we could do the sharp nine, which is C sharp, or flat nine, which is C flat. B flat seven flat nine, B flat seven sharp nine. Right? These three note chords, super, super powerful. Right? So work on them away from the piano and then come back to the piano, take a look at TCI exercise number 23, the inspiration lesson. You can go through that exercise. Right? Have fun and I'll see you guys in the next podcast episode. Remember, join me every other Thursday and you can ask me your questions on the TCI Q&A call. All right, take care guys. See you in the next episode.